try to understand what the markets want um, and then create something that you are passionate about but at the same time people want want it so it's not like you just yeah. create something that no nobody wants Hey everyone, it's me again, Jake Rice, and welcome to the another episode of the Design Live Show. In episode 100 of TDLS, I'm beyond grateful to have sat down with Dean Young. Dean writes about psychology, leadership, money, and more at his personal blog. He's also a two-time scorer, top writer, with writings featured on Inc., HuffPost, Observer, and many other major publications, leading to over 30 millions organic views. In this episode, we talk about his ground-up stories, how he was able to start his own business and brand as a side hustle, practical steps on how someone can pivot from one career to another, actionable steps on honing your writing skills for beginner. We also talk about entrepreneurship, money, productivity, and much, much more. So thank you all for all of you uh, who are listening right now in the podcast so make sure to stay tuned so make sure to stay around until the end so hopefully this gives you a ton of value so i'm super excited to really have dean on the show especially on the 100th episode of the podcast so this is a milestone for me right so i know it's kind of you know it's significantly small for someone but for me it's uh, you know it's super big i'm super grateful to you know to uh, uh to have a hundred episode of the podcast now so it's you know it's a small celebration <laughs> for me right now all right so i don't want to waste your time anymore so hopefully if you're enjoying the time on the podcast if you want to learn more about it just go to the design live show and make sure to follow me and at the same time the podcast and ask me if you have any questions dm me i always you know a uh, response to any dms all right so without further ado i hope you enjoy this episode you're listening to the design life show a podcast that helping everyone grow to live a meaningful and creative life it's me jake rice a designer from the philippines best known for being an advocate of essentialism and optimism i'm sitting down with awesome people to talk about their journey their process and the lessons they've learned along the way Hey everyone, it's me again, Jay Christ, and welcome to the another episode of the Design Live Show. In this podcast episode, I'm super, you know, always I'm super uh, stoked and uh, delighted to have Dean on the podcast. You know, uh, it's it's a it's a rare experience to have Dean on the podcast, and you know, I'm very honored to have him and talk about a little bit more about. Uh, uh, career, entrepreneurship, money, productivity, and any anything about creativity, right? So probably we we will also talk about writing because Dean is one of the most influential writer. Uh, I, I think that I know, right? That I follow as well because I, I I read a lot of great stuff from Dean. So hopefully you'll enjoy this podcast episode. Again, Dean, how are you doing? And I'm super glad to have you on the podcast. Yeah, I'm good. Great to be here too. I'm doing great here. There you go. So, can you give a little, you know, just to give some context about this podcast episode for those who are listening right now, and for those who don't know Dean, can you share a little bit about your background and what are you doing right now? Yeah. So right now I am actually a 
uh, I actually have a full-time job and also have a side hustle. And my my full-time, I'm I'm a blog manager and content manager and doing SEO stuff for AppSumo and Sumo. And on the side, I'm actually having a personal blog uh, sharing about topics like productivity, psychology, money, most mostly on how to think better and perform better in our personal and professional life. Yeah, that's really good. That's really great. And I, and as I mentioned, so I, I've been, you know, I've been following some of your contents and I've been reading it. So it's, it's super, super practical. And at the same time, it's really helpful when in terms to uh, managing your, you know, your, your side hustle and at the same time, Uh, making more progress when it comes to your personal growth, right? So it's it's really useful as well for those who are uh, who are uh, probably want to start a brand or business, right? So ju- you know, just to kickstart this conversation, Dean, uh, c- can you share a little bit about uh, you know uh, your background? How do you start well on writing? So I think this your this is most of your you know uh, strength. Uh, it's it's writing right so can you share a little bit about that uh, is it you know since f- since when you when you are young is that your talent already yep. <laughs> yeah sure yeah uh i i love to share that uh just to be frank i i, I wasn't a writer when i was young and mm-hmm. my first language wasn't english so i i did write in mandarin which is my first language Uh, and then slowly I pick up like reading a lot more English book, writing a lot more Eng- English, but uh, I didn't start with writing. So, um, but I start my internet life as a graphic designer and then web designer. Um, but at a certain point, I, I feel like I want to learn more about digital marketing uh, to pair with my web design skill. So from there, I start to explore uh, writing copywriting, um, all kind of writing uh, a lot more. So at certain point, I actually bought my own domain name, dinyong.com, uh, when I was doing some logo design and web design. But, but I didn't really build up that that website uh, until a certain point, mm-hmm. I feel like I'm, I may as well like make it a blog so I can write about something else there. So um, I think that that was like at early 2016, I decided mm-hmm. to like start writing one blog post per week, and I I did wow. that for I did that for two years. Uh, at the same time, also writing every day on Quora, and that's how I kick up mm-hmm. kick up my uh, writing journey. I would say. Yeah, that's that's really amazing, and uh, I've heard that you've been uh, two times Quora top writer. So you know it's. I think it's it's great to highlight that as well. And uh, then with uh, you've mentioned that you know you your you started as a writer. You're writing uh, in your in your language Mandarin, right? And then how is how is it difficult to write on an, uh, another language? You're probably if you you know if you are not really familiar with another language, how did you overcome those you know uh, uncertainties? You know, overcome those probably procrastinations because you know. Uh, sometimes uh, there is there is this internal challenges that we have right now, especially for Filipino creatives, because I've been there uh, as well. You know, you know, uh, it, it's it's sometimes hard to learn a new skills, learn a new language, right, or learn uh, uh, learn something new, right? 
Can you yeah. share your perspective perspective about that? Yeah. Um. I I would say that I I didn't. I'm not a like a, a writer in Mandarin. I I just uh I I I I can re- recall that I write a lot more in Mandarin when I was in high school and after high school. Um. Mm-hmm. But like in terms of like picking up a new language, I I learned a little bit of English in my high school, but I'm not good at it. Um. In terms of like picking up a new language and writing about it, it's more of like I didn't approach uh, English in a way that oh I want to learn it to create a blog or to become a writer. It's more of that I found that a lot a lot of books that I read uh, back then was translated mm-hmm. into Mandarin from English. So I figured out that I should go and just read the original language uh, so that I can like pick up better. Uh, So 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 there's nothing lost in between the translation. So in in that way, I start to read a lot more English book. I think that goes on for like a few years, and then when at, at around the same time, I'm also working in place with colleagues who only speak English, and also that I start to try to learn a lot more about uh, what I do during that time: graphic design, web design, and a lot of those tutorials are in English. So. That's where I start to like pick up a new language, uh, mostly by reading, listening, watching videos. Um, but then when uh, so so I didn't transition into writing right away. But when I started my my blog and started to write on Quora and my personal blog, um, the way I approach it is more of like this is just like a personal blog of mine, and no one is going to read it. So I just don't care <laughs> what I write. Um, I I know that like if let's say now I go and read my like my blog post uh, uh like a few years back there are, mm-hmm. there was a lot of like grammar mistake and 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 the correct it's not clear and I'm not even know what I'm saying but but the thing is during that time I just don't care because like no one is reading so I think that the the insight here is to if let's say you want to start something just Don't think too much about what people think, and and just try to do it first because, um, the most important thing is that you start to do it instead of like think about how people see you in 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 that way in in any way. Yeah, hundred percent. So I think I'm really connecting with that. So, uh, when when you you know I'm really resonating with your story as well because you know back then when I'm in a corporate world, so I'm trying to transition more into entrepreneurship, you know, freelance design, right? So and uh, to to have more visibility within terms to my brand, to have more visibility to my prospect clients. So I need to learn or hone my skills uh when it comes to writing so back then you know it's it's just expressing myself right so just expressing what i really want to uh to express right uh, it doesn't matter if it, it's it, there's a lot of grammar nazis everywhere right so yep. but out there right so i think you know that's that's really cool to to uh you know uh to to uh to listen to your story and you know i'm i'm super Super pumped to learn more about uh, your processes as well. So speaking of processes, right? So uh, you've mentioned uh, you 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 uh, you designing logos, web design, right? So before you uh, you try to probably it's a natural progress if 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 you agree, right? It's 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 like a natural progress when you're designing, when you are graphic design, uh, when you are a graphic designer. So most of the time you you uh, there's 
there's things that you need to learn within terms to business probably or writings right so uh how did you you know uh in in that particular timeline when you just transitioning or probably honing another skill so what's your what what's your process back then how do you how do you jump shift from another uh you know career probably let's call it a job or you know a job title into another job title how do you do it and what's your perspective about that yeah yeah i think um i will of course the, the first thing will be um i don't like jump right away like into a job as in like uh going from going from uh, design into writing straight away and then going to writing into marketing straight away so a lot of it it's like the time you spend learning after your full-time job or like because uh even during my logo design and graphic design website time i'm actually having a full-time job as a barista working in a rest uh, coffee shop uh, mm-hmm. so like before that when before i want to like do that transla- transition i actually like i need to work probably like eight to ten hours in a restaurant and then after i finish mm-hmm. that um i'll go back and take courses on like design um i still remember that i was using treehouse for it uh teamtreehouse.com if you if you heard it before so yeah. <laughs> i i pick up a lot of like uh, gra- graphic design and web design skill from there for mm-hmm. i think about two years and and try to like get some clients so that i can um learning while doing so the way i pick up clients are from friends referrals and also i went to fiverr.com to to like get some quick client so another transition was when um when i joined app sumo and sumo and app sumo where i was spending most of my, my time writing for my personal blog that time and then when i transitioned into that role my job is going into a lot more on marketing so so the process is more of like um again I was learning a lot of those related skills during the time I was working for my personal project, like freelancing and, and writing and blogging, growing the blog kind of stuff. So when I transition into the Sumo app Sumo role, I already have that skill. It's just that I need to put it into uh, the real world, the real testing mm-hmm. battleground. 100%. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's more of like uh, you don't go into a new role right away yeah. usually there there are there are times where you spend learning pick up picking up ideas um learning about the basics but then at certain point uh you need to put that into real use even you don't feel like you are ready but try to go small in 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 the sense of like you don't want to wipe yourself up especially uh what you do are highly related to your to your income you don't just like quit your job right away mm-hmm. and then go into a new industry yeah. without preparing. So yeah, I think anyway, like if you can make a side hustle, if let's say someone is yeah. super passionate about something, another career, for example, maybe they are super passionate about going to podcast. So uh, maybe they, they shouldn't like just quit their job and go into podcast. Maybe they can do something on the side first or even yes. like helping. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or even like helping some established podcast on the site first before that like i i did help okay dog uh doing some podcast stuff and also i did help uh the site hustle school doing some writing on the site so i do have some experience there but 
I didn't, I didn't venture into podcast. I didn't thought about <laughs> that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it, cool. Yeah. And, and also like another reason why you want to like test it out first is also find out if really you want to do what you thought you want to do. Like, yes. are you, mm-hmm. yeah. So you can use like small experiment like this to like testing out before you go all in. Yeah, 100%. I think uh, for those who are listening, I think what, uh, you know, the best keywords that uh, all the, you know, meat and uh, meat and potatoes that Dean has said. So there's a lot of, you know, uh, golden nuggets there. So I think uh, the best keywords there is start, start small, small, right? Like what Dean said, and then learn yep. as you go, right? So And then uh, uh, because a lot of people right now, right, so uh, they they pretty overwhelmed. Right with with all the things uh, that they are uh, probably searching or probably seeing in the internet, right? So and and uh, the informations are really bad, and sometimes we can't focus uh, right now. And I think uh, what Dean said to really start small. I think that you know that's really really powerful if you understand how to do it and at the same time make a living uh, hobby, while having you know while uh, while pursuing your passion and at the same time your purpose right uh, as a uh, you know if you're a filipino creative professional just who has who are just getting started or want to transition more into entrepreneurship i think what dean has said is really really practical so make sure you you are noting it down right so uh, dean i, j- I just want to shift a little bit uh, uh, into entrepreneurship right so i think a lot of uh, your uh, i think big part of your background is more of on uh on hustling right so trying to uh to hone your skill at the same time create money from from your side hustles right and then probably uh uh you know uh, excel more on on the things that you are passionate at right so uh, with all these things right so uh, with entrepreneurship so sometimes it's you know it's really uh, overwhelming like what i've said so how do you you know how do you manage right your work you know life uh, uh i've heard this you know i stumbled this article uh, that talking about uh work life uh integration so i think it's 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 pretty old to say that work life balance so i don't know if that really exists Can, what's your perspective about that how how do you you know how do you keep your sanity as an entrepreneur right or as a business owner or, or as a brand yeah. Yeah, um, I, I don't. How do I say that? Let me let me talk about it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I I think I think it's more of like having a um, system on like what you want to do. Because for me personally, I I know that I have quite a few roles that I'm playing. Um, when when I I also agree about like work life integration instead of work life work life balance because there are certain stage in your life that you are going to spend a lot more time in work and there are certain stage in your life that you are going to spend more time in your personal stuff so it's more on like which stage you are in and like which one do you prefer as long as you are happy with it then you should go with it so in so so the way I'm thinking about it is that um I usually split my time or better put energy into different like projects so mm-hmm. one thing will be try to limit the project that i have i know that there are a lot of like as a like hustler or entrepreneur even 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 when i'm working for like my full-time job working as uh, uh-huh. 
block manager in Absumo, I, I still think as myself as like a hustler because because I, I, I think having a full-time job nowadays, it's very, very close to like being an entrepreneur. You, you, just, you just can't stop at where you are. You need to keep con- constantly growing and you need mm-hmm. to put in your like really, if let's say you like your job, then you need to really invest in that. But uh, if let's say you are do- working for yourself, it's the same thing. So um, thinking about the project that you are doing at a certain time frame will help. And then in after knowing what project you are you are you are doing, try to limit the number of projects you are you're having at a certain time. So like for me, I have my my day job, my personal blog, and then I consider my health, my relationship into a project as well. So this way you you are not um adding a lot more project without finishing another project or or if let's say you can't finish a project, you you, yeah. you at least need to put it aside and before you add more. So this is one thing. I think another another challenge most a lot of people have, like I, I also have that, it's um we usually come up with a lot of ideas all the time. Yeah, 100%. You know, yeah. <laughs> we, we we keep having a lot of ideas and then there's a lot of input, there's a lot of like mm-hmm. even when we have like a conversation, we saw something online, we feel like we want to do everything and try everything. So um <laughs> A way to a way I, I I use to keep keep myself from those distractions and and like keep myself from not going insane. It's really to have like a a, a folder to like keep track all this input. So um you just put all these ideas into a folder or like in a doc or anything, but not taking action on them. And then probably every week or every two weeks you go back to this document and think about it. So. For example, like I, I know in personal finance world, there's a lot of people saying about, oh, you wait for a few days before you buy something so that you can, you can um, be a lot more rational with your money. I think the same com- concept can apply in terms of your time and energy. So when you have a new ideas, you put it in a folder, you wait for a few days before you, you decide if you want to do it or not. In this way, mm-hmm. you are not going to like spread yourself too thin and spend all your... Um, energy and time without like having a real focus yeah that's that's super interesting i think that's you know that's super power powerful to really be more productive and productive and try to you know probably it helps overcome procrastination right so just you know have a system like what dean said and and uh i think uh i I just want to highlight as well uh those uh shiny object syndrome right so we yep. we we all know that you know probably we have all that so or uh, or a certain moment or a say, certain time so we we uh we experience that so you know try to really uh, spend more time on the things that you're really passionate at and the the la- the things that you really love right so like what Dean said so again Dean, thank you so much for such uh, practical uh practical advice right there Right. So, and uh, uh, I just want to dig deeper about your, you know, your writing processes. Right. So, I, I think there's a lot of people out there who probably uh, don't have any idea yet how to start on writing, or probably w- what's the best, you know, tools or productivity tools that you could recommend for them. Yeah. Um. I would say, I I think uh the the first thing to like improve any writing processes is to mm-hmm. actually actually to, to write like you need to force yourself to write <laughs> um yeah so 
yeah. um, <laughs> my my personal writing processes has like evolved uh, like for for o- over the years. Um, I will say b- before any tools or like any process, I will say that you you will need to like pick really the topics that you like a lot. Um, personally, I, I I like to write about like productivity, psychology, habit, and stuff. So. I am like it's it's easier for me to write about them compared to like writing about something that I am not interested in. So that will be the the first one. So uh, after that, it's more of like how like if let's say you want to go technical, it's more of like how you find ideas. Like how do you find what to write about? Um, a great place will be Quara, will be Quara because like people are already asking questions there. So all you need to do yeah. is just an- answer their questions. Um, without thinking too much, like, like you just answer what you know, like pick the question you know, pick the question you are passionate about and then answer them uh, in a way that like creating value to them. Um, like you can actually turn it into a blog post or a video or something else in, in the future if you want to. But um, re- in recent years, I think if let's say you even dive even deeper into writing, I would say that you, um, for me right now, I do like make a lot of notes on a lot of like ideas, um, <laughs> insights that I read from books or like listen from podcasts or like everywhere. And it goes into a notes and I, I use a tool called Obsidian for, for these notes. Mm-hmm. So they, they could be like a short, like a short uh, paragraph or like a short uh, sentence. And then I just not look at it. So uh, the way to do it is to like slowly connecting these ideas so that I can have like a more, establish a topic to write about so this way like it's more of like having like a connectivity around the ideas or insight or conversation Mm -hmm. that you have so that you have like a more original ideas it's not like original idea it's more of like you have like something to say about you you have a different perspective on uh something else like like uh, a certain topic yeah Mm -hmm. Yeah, interesting yeah yeah i think uh the, the 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 way the, the 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 way that I do it like in Obsidian, I I think if you refer to Ryan Holiday, uh, he's a writer of yeah. a few best-selling books. The way he he did it is he will write any ideas in uh all the ideas he have in an index index card, and then he will like store it in a box. And when the box uh got full, and all this idea will become like a book of like he'll he'll be writing. So it's more like collecting a lot of ideas. Uh, and short snippet of like ideas and and wisdom or insight along the way. So, gotcha. if you want to write well, make it a habit to read great books or like great uh information or resource uh get like a great source of information, and then make it a habit to like make a lot of notes, even if you're not using it in the future. Uh, but it's more of like a way to improve your thinking and improve your writing. Yeah, I love that. And I think that's also, uh, you know, like what you mentioned, you know, uh, reading a lot of books and uh, uh, getting a lot of inspiration that most probably breed more inspirations that, you know, that would lead you to create more authentic, you know, more unique uh, that, you know, uh, that resonates with your experience at the same time that resonates with your skills. So so I think that's, you know, that's really uh, very practical. So again, yeah. thanks, thank you, thanks at that. Yeah, do you have any additional with that, Dean? Yeah, I think it's more of like mm-hmm. making connection with the your yeah. personal experience and 
the inspiration you get somewhere else and then like mashing them up into uh, some another's idea so that I, I don't think there's like original ideas out there in the, in the yeah. world since that like everyone come up with, with new ideas but more of like how can we make different connection or like how can we see things differently um, gotcha. that become interesting um, and, and this doesn't happen like when you try to do it intentionally you can just like sit there for an hour and, and come up with like a new ideas or like a new way to, 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 to see something or to think about something it's more of like you keep collecting snippet of uh, inspiration or ideas or like inputs and then you slowly connecting them into something else uh, if you I, I think if if you are interested more about this, probably you can go and find out like Tiago Forte. Uh, he <laughs> he talked about something called slow burn project where there's a lot of project where you don't, you can't do intentionally. It's more of like, uh, yeah. there's a slow burn process that you need to slowly letting it create itself. Yeah, that, that's, that's super cool. And I, I've heard that the uh, similar idea, like slow growth, Right, so you you try to uh, you try to uh, you know uh, take it as as uh, in a in a bite sized piece, right? So like uh, so a lot of people would say that you know have a goal, right? So have a big and hairy audacious goal, but I yep. think right now if you're if you're running a different uh, 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 projects, right? So probably you're also. Uh, creating your own projects and personal projects. So I think uh, it's, it's really great to start really on, uh, on a bite-sized goals to, to make sure that, you know, that it's actionable at the same time. It's, it's realistic, right? So, yeah, true. yeah 100%. Thank you, Dean, for, for sharing those, you know, process and at the same time, uh, those tools, productivity uh, tips as well that, you know, that's really, really powerful for everyone who are listening right now, especially for Filipino creatives out there, right? So, and uh, uh, before we end this, uh, this podcast episode, Dean, so, you know, I really enjoyed how much, how much, uh, you know, how much uh, the the progress you've made, you know, the, this tremendous growth you, ha- you have right now. And, you know, I'm really glad to have you on the podcast. So before we end this podcast episode, uh, in general, right? So it's like uh, in bird's eye view. What's your best practical advice for anyone who wants to start uh, uh, their own uh, their own brand or their own business? Yeah, um, in my, I, I I actually have like two uh, like probably like tips or like practical tips. Cool. The <laughs> first, yeah. Th- so the first one will be um, just just get started and, and try to like start small. I, I think uh, this is something that I have written about like over and over again. And, and as, as times go by, I keep revisiting in uh, these ideas of like starting small, but starting now, but starting small, instead of like uh, trying to like think too big and not taking the first step. Um, if let's say, and then the second one, if let's say when put into like entrepreneurship and business or like personal brand, I will say that, uh, the second tips I have is really to like find a product market fit. It's more of like a ideas from the startup world, but mm-hmm. it's very important to like really try to understand what the markets want um, and then create something that you are passionate about, but at the same time, people want want it. So it's not like you just yeah. create something mm-hmm. that no nobody wants. 
Yes, 100%. At the end of the day, we want to, you know, uh, we want to pursue what we want at the same time. Uh, don't kid yourself that money is not part of the equation, right? So I, I always keep telling that as well, that uh, I, got, I got this from Simon Sinek, the, the, the author of Start With Why. So uh, uh, the purpose or the passion is the main driver, right? And the fuel is the money. So make sure that you, you balance it out uh, on, on your journey when you're trying to uh, to go to entrepreneurship, right? Or to uh, uh, to create your own brand or personal blog, right? So, you, you know, that's, yep. you know, I think that's that's one of the best advice that I've heard as well on the podcast, right? So thank you for that, Dean. Thank you so much for, for I know, for all this journey, your grown-up story, right? So it's super practical and I really enjoyed talking to you. So for, for those who, who want to learn more about your works, to, to learn more about uh, you at the same time, uh, if they have any questions, where they can find you? Yeah, they can uh, find me on my personal blog, deanyoung.com. Um, I yeah and and join my newsletter that I will actually come up with some kind of like email course soon but right now it's just a monthly new newsletter that I send out with all the tips on productivity and some of the latest articles that I found interesting yeah, that's that's cool so that's dianyoung.com so dean uh, sorry dianyoung.com so uh, uh if you want to learn more about productivity leadership money psychology and more so you know dean is the guy here so if you want to check that out make sure to scroll down below if you're uh if you're listening to apple podcast google podcast or any of your favorite podcasting apps so just scroll down and you will see all the links that we mentioned here and at the same time the uh the things that you need uh, to reach out to Dean, right? So again, Dean, thank you so much for dropping by on the podcast. I'm super delighted to have you on the on the on the show. Yeah, I'm grateful to be here too. And that's it. So thank you so much, guys, for listening again to the podcast, and I really appreciate it. For those people who are asking me on how to support the podcast, you can leave a review on Apple Podcasts. So in that way, you can help me to reach more people and make the podcast more discoverable within the ecosystem. You can also take a screenshot of this podcast and share it with your friends, colleagues, or to anyone that might be interested in this kind of contents. You can also support the podcast monetarily by visiting jchristeves.com forward slash donate or patreon.com forward slash tdls and you can also shop courses and tools online to design the life you really deserve by visiting my shop at shop.jcrestevis.com and you can book a call today i don't buy it just let me know guys so the last one would be also by listening and to all the podcast episode and previous episode and however you support my message uh, how, however small that is uh, more than enough and it means the world to me so thank you so much and see you again next time